0: Hey everybody and welcome back to the latest episode of the Invest Podcast. I am financial analyst Dan Ashmore, your host here, and this week we are going to be talking about Amazon, Amazon stock specifically, uh, of which I am a shareholder and it has been awful for me, so we're going to dive a little bit into it. And we're bringing in a guest on the topic who is well, very well versed uh, on Amazon equity, and that is Britton Vlad, who is uh, a, a kind of jack-of-all-trades a little bit, but we're going to say a uh, market strategist and a uh, global analyst. So how are you doing today, Britton?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the program.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. So uh, yeah, maybe let's just start off with my investment. I bought Amazon at $150 a share. Um, it is now trading at $96 a share. So it's uh, not been it's, it's not been fun. Um, like everything really in equity, um, especially in the tech world, it's been crushed uh, throughout 2022. You know, we transitioned to this new interest rate paradigm. Um, gone is the kind of decade long bull run. You know, uh, NASDAQ paired back 33%. It's kind of been a bloodbath everywhere, and Amazon's felt that. Um, Britain, h- how do you think Amazon has done comparatively over the last year? Well, I, you know, Amazon certainly had some
1: challenges over the last year, no doubt. Uh, compared to other retailers, I think Amazon, you know, might have fared a little worse. But all in all, I think we always have to remember this. Amazon is continually focused on playing the long game in retail. So they've had periods throughout their history where they've had good years and bad years. And so for people who own Amazon stock, I say to them the same thing always. It's irrelevant what happens at Amazon in one year, because at any time, Amazon has multiple 10 year strategies in place. So I anticipate that 2023 is going to be a tough year for Amazon because they still are going through a resetting of the company. Um, but I believe then that's going to position them in significant growth opportunities for 2024 and beyond. So I'm really not concerned about the stock at this moment because a long-term play like Amazon, that stock price is easily going to
0: increase. Yeah. It's interesting when you say, because that was going to be one of my points when they you said they have gone through this before, And, you know, if you go right back, like back towards the dot-com boom era and all that, like, Amazon have printed massive losses before. Um, You know, and and one thing I want to ask about this time around is that, like, traditionally, they've also been quite reluctant to buy back stock. You saw they they started doing that a little bit last year. Like, do you think that's maybe an indicator that they believe the stock's undervalued and kind of backing up your argument there? A hundred percent. You know,
1: Amazon knows. Internally, the executives at at Amazon, especially Andy Jassy, they know what they have there they know what's on the roadmap for strategy. So they understand that, frankly, Wall Street, the market isn't valuing Amazon correctly. So that's why they have been buying back their stock. I anticipate they'll continue to do that through 2023. And if for some reason we get through 2023 and a recession does hurt, uh, does come out of nowhere, and it, it hurts Amazon even more and the stock falls even more, Amazon will buy back even more stock. But long term, I always say you have to have Amazon in your portfolio because of the growth still that the company has.
0: Yeah. And it's, it, when you say like a recession came, because this was part of my thesis, and I don't know if I was being naive here, but I was thinking if slash when a recession comes. So I think I bought late 2021, you know, I was at the really hot end of the, the, the kind of end of the cycle. Um, and I was thinking kind of if recession does come like, yes, it's going to hurt, but it's going to hurt Amazon a hell of a lot worse or a hell of a lot less than it's going to hurt, you know, some of its competitors. And, um, you know, one of the big criticisms of Amazon not looking at the stock as a business is kind of that it sort of hoovers up small businesses and it's not very like, you know, people kind of criticize that point. So when you look at it purely from an investment analyst, I, I was kind of like, yeah, OK, like it, it should be better placed than most to to weather the storm. So uh, and then when you look at this valuation, like I, I was looking at the, enterprise value to EBITDA, uh, you know, this average, I uh, have the figure here, yeah, averaged 52 between 2008 and, and then the tail end of 2021, and that's now at 28. So uh, that's, a, that's a hell of a lot of jump. So uh, it, it just kind of points towards the fact that, you, you know, like kind of highlights how far it has fallen. Oh, that's certainly true. And everything you said is accurate. But
1: when it comes to a recession, Amazon absolutely should fare better than most companies. Because you have to remember, Amazon has so many additional things that they do other than just their retail. You know, they have AWS. They have a new logistics division that they've launched. They have other things within the company that they're working on. And so Amazon will be able to get through a recession fairly well. And again, most recessions historically last six to nine months. Amazon's already anticipating they're going to have a challenging 2023. Andy Jassy has been very honest about that they've stated that there could even be a challenge in 2024. So, I think you were wise in thinking that yes, Amazon should do better because I believe Amazon should do better than other companies in a recession as well. If given the chance or be given the choice of investing in an Amazon or a pure play retail stock and a recession hits, I'm always going to err on the side of caution and invest in Amazon.
0: Yeah, um it's understandable and I, I, when you say like that it's split between so many things like it's not just retail which sometimes you know as the layperson you're kind of tempted to think amazon i think retail but like the the cloud computing side the aws side is absolutely massive you know like over half the profit every year since 2014 has been drawn from that side and um, you know and p- part of its stellar growth was, was the reason that andy jassy who was who was head of aws for 15 years was selected to succeed jeff bezos so you know, they do up their hands in a lot of pots here. Um, what, what do you kind of think about the AWS side going forward now that we're in this, this economic slowdown? You know, well,
1: number one, regardless
0: of we're in an economic slowdown, companies are still turning to
1: Amazon for AWS. They look at AWS. More and more companies are wanting to make the argument that they're going to move to the cloud. Amazon is the leader in that space. AWS is. And so I think that AWS is fairly insulated against the trends in the market. They've had some slowdown, but I had a discussion with Amazon executives just two weeks ago, and they were very positive about AWS. They were very happy with what they're seeing. And the thing that also Amazon is doing at AWS, Amazon is releasing more and more applications to run on AWS. And Amazon is actively working uh, to find partnerships with companies that would want to run their platform on AWS and then offer that software as a service to other companies. So Amazon is making a big move into that across multiple different categories. So I think AWS, as the rest of Amazon, really has a positive future. And I really believe the trends are going to be positive once we get through uh, 2023.
0: Yeah, and like, I mean, its market share is massive. It's it's got a thirty three percent hold on the on the cloud computing market, which is just you know it's it's monstrous. All right, so let's let's change tact here a bit and talk about Amazon retail and and specifically you know that their brick and mortar side, their grocery side. Um, this is something that uh, brought me originally onto you. I, I saw your analysis that you had lots of suggestions about how Amazon could go forward on on the acquisition side uh, w- within groceries and and brick and mortar retail, and that uh you know they've been a little bit disappointing in that area in recent times. So. Uh, Could you you maybe elaborate on how do you think, first of all, that Amazon have performed on that side of things in recent years?
1: Well, what we know for a fact is when Amazon hired Tony Hoggett from Tesco, Tony came in and last year he pretty much shut down all of Amazon's retail stores except for the grocery side. So Amazon acquired Whole Foods June 16th, 2017. I was the first person to recommend Amazon to acquire Whole Foods. I did that in a research paper I wrote in 2013. So I've watched what Amazon's done very carefully, and I was working for Amazon at this time as well. So Amazon made a wise decision in acquiring Whole Foods. I like that. But the biggest mistake that I believe Amazon made is that they haven't leveraged that Whole Food brand's anywhere near as well as i thought they would so what's happened amazon created amazon fresh stores uh they have about 33 of those stores operating today i believe and the stores are doing okay but they're really not doing anything frankly that special and i believe what amazon should have done was simply taken the whole foods brand and created what i refer to as whole foods plus and whole foods plus would be Whole food stores where you would get organic and inorganic product, you would be able to get branded CPG products, your Coke, your Pepsi, your candy bars, all that kind of stuff. You don't get it at a regular Whole Foods. So the thing that I recommend that Amazon do was simply rebrand Amazon Fresh as Whole Food Plus stores. And the post that you're referring to really was very popular. And I've had many people at Amazon who are actually in the grocery side of the house reach out to me and say, yes, we wish we would do that. So I won't be surprised to see that actually happen. The the other thing that Amazon is doing that I I'm really concerned with, frankly, is Amazon doesn't really know what they want to do with their physical retail strategy. So when you look at the competitors of Amazon, you look at Kroger, you look at Albertsons, Aldi, you know, Aldi by 2024, it's going to have 2,500 stores in the United States. Kroger is acquiring Albertsons. And when that deal goes through, if it goes through, if it does go through, Kroger's going to have over 5,000 stores. Amazon today and Amazon today has less than 650 stores total. So they are at a massive disadvantage. Now, Andy Jassy, just a couple of days ago, he came out and said, we're going to double down on retail stores. But what does that really mean? Is Andy going to invest several billion and Amazon's going go, is going to go on a massive building spree and they're going to build 2000 stores? Are they going to build 5000 stores? How big is big? So I'm concerned about that strategy. Personally, what I think Amazon should do is they should make some acquisitions. When I made the recommendation to Amazon to acquire Whole Foods, I also said within two years, acquire the retailer Target in the United States and open up Whole Foods markets inside those stores. And if Amazon would have done that, then Amazon would have 2,000 physical Target stores that they could have opened Whole Foods inside. So that would have placed Amazon in the top tier of of retailers in the US with the largest number of stores. I think Amazon acquiring uh, um, Okado is a really interesting idea. I think that'd be interesting because if Amazon acquires Okado, they have a much better solution for the struggles they're encountering in the United Kingdom. But also Amazon would have control over Kroger because it's Kroger relying on Okado to manage their customer fulfillment centers and build their customer fulfillment centers. Now, yes, I won't be surprised if Kroger would say, wait a minute, time out. We want the the opportunity to acquire Ocado first. When I left Amazon, Kroger recruited me. And when I worked for Kroger, I made the recommendation to Kroger to acquire Ocado and not just invest in them. And this was one of the reasons why. By not acquiring Ocado, Kroger sets themselves up for someone like an Amazon to acquire Ocado. So I think Amazon has some really interesting things they can do with their stores. But I really believe the best thing Amazon can do is, again, rebrand Amazon Fresh, the Whole Foods Plus, and then step back and say, what is our strategy for retail in general? Do we want department stores? Do we want to have uh, have larger retailers where we can sell our branded merchandise and brands for other companies similar to a Target? Because if that's the case, then why not just acquire Target? So that's really what I argued in the post. Um, You know, Amazon also, if they wanted to, could simply wait for Kroger and Albertsons to merge. And in 2026, 2027, Amazon could acquire Kroger. And they would then have the ability to have the largest standalone grocery retailer. I don't think Amazon will do that because Kroger is a union company. But those are one of the options among many that Amazon really should be considering. What we know for a fact is this. Today, Amazon only controls 2% market share in the grocery industry, which places Amazon at the bottom of the list. So Amazon has a lot of work to do
0: yeah it's 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 amazing like two percent like you think amazon is so dominant and like from the outside in it, it feels like groceries you know is prime for if you pardon the pun for, for amazon just to take over um and like I, I remember like when i was in i spent the the summer in miami and i went to this amazon go store and like you know the the, the walk technology where you don't need to pay and it was like i was like oh this is super cool but like it, it just felt a bit gimmicky almost and after the fact i was like okay like is that kind of it and like you're saying it feels like they don't really have a strategy um but like when you're saying you've been disappointed that with with how whole foods has performed for them from their angle like was this what they planned to do or had they planned to maybe pursue more uh, like you know acquire a a name like target and put it inside like you like you're kind of advocating for now or was this always the plan for or or, or is it like you're saying and they just genuinely just don't know and it's all a bit disorganized and that's really the problem
1: no, when I worked at Amazon, one of the things that surprised me was the lack of knowledge of the grocery industry. Um, and I was looked at as being the person who really understood the industry the most. And so when I worked at Amazon, I recommended to Amazon to acquire acado Let's at least pursue that, take a look at that. And we never really did that. I looked, I spoke to Amazon executives about why are we not trying to acquire maybe the U.S. division of Aldi, which would be tough to do, but not impossible. You know, I made the argument to Amazon. What about acquiring the retailer H-E-B in Texas? H-E-B is arguably the best grocery retailer in the United States. So physical retail was something I was always pushing at Amazon. But at Amazon, there was a lot of people who were arguing, wait a minute, we're Amazon, we're online. Why would we want to get into physical retail? Unfortunately, when it comes to grocery, if you want to be a major player in groceries, you need to have an expertise in fresh, fresh fruits and vegetables, perishable products. And it's really challenging to do that online only. And so that's why I made the argument to Amazon. You have to have physical stores. It is a must have. Now, I was pushing to acquire Target as well. Nobody at at Amazon said, wow, we're going to do that. They certainly understood my argument. <clears throat> that it did make sense for Amazon to acquire Target, because they could open Whole Foods markets inside Target stores. And that would change the uh, the retail landscape significantly for Amazon in the United States. Uh, if they acquired Acado, they understood that it'd give them a better option in the United Kingdom, certainly in the United States as well. But is there, or at the time I've been speaking to executives over the years, I've yet to see a strategy put forth. And I receive internal documents all the time. They, they showed them to me, they asked my opinion on it. I haven't seen anything internally at Amazon that shows they're going to go on a specific buying spree of other retailers. As far as Amazon Go stores are concerned, they're a gimmick, that's all they are. And I've argued against those stores ever since I've been involved with Amazon. Because the argument I said to Amazon is that that technology is neat, it's cool. But that technology, Just Walk Out technology, does not increase sales. There's mm. nothing about the Amazon Ghost store that's bringing more customers in the store. It's just that people walk by, they see the store and they walk in and they try it. But Amazon has not taken market share really from anyone when it comes to the use of the Amazon Ghost stores. And so that's something I'm not a big fan of. I think Amazon would be better off putting more of the focus in full-size grocery stores you know, or Amazon Fresh Stores, but rebrand them as Whole Foods Plus and seriously give consideration about making acquisitions of other physical retailers or someone like an Okado as well.
0: Yeah, and I, I want to just elaborate on that technology point because it, it reminds me of something else that you said, and and this is a super topic at the moment. So Ch- Chat GPT, which has it seems to have taken over, um, you know, and especially, you know, recent earnings calls of the tech companies. Like this was a big AI was you know, it seems to be the number one topic. You know, you saw Microsoft have started incorporating it in Bing and they had a little share price pump. And then Google disappointed investors with, with their own iteration. You've said that this could have implications for Amazon Alexa. Can you elaborate on your thoughts there? Well, when I saw Chat GPT,
1: the very first day I became aware of it, the first thing that came to me is that this is an incredible opportunity for Amazon. To go to OpenAI who owns ChatGPT, go to Microsoft. And what I the recommendation I made to Amazon is make Alexa the voice of Chat GPT so that you're not having to type anything into the ChatGPT application. You're not having to do that. You you basically can talk to ChatGPT. And I made the argument to Amazon that if people can talk to Chat GPT, they would greatly increase the ability of search for ChatGPT, uh, they would be able to leverage ChatGPT for many other things that I think Amazon could monetize. Amazon's been losing billions of dollars with the Echo device and with with Alexa, um, as much as $10 billion in a single year. And so Amazon can monetize Alexa's voice through ChatGPT and be able to make Alexa something where you, me, and other people have an opportunity to interact with, to speak with. And that's going to elevate the use of AI even more. So I haven't been able to get a confirmation from anyone at Amazon that they're going to do that. However, I've had a significant number of executives who've reached out to me saying not one person in Amazon had brought that up before you did. And so I know for a fact there's a lot of interest in this happening, but I don't work for Amazon. So I really don't have the ability to say we're doing it. I've simply recommended that they do it.
0: Yeah, it's... it's- Kind of uh it's funny to think about uh but yeah it seems like a very natural marriage uh now that you say it uh so so just to to wrap up here um you're obviously you're you're pretty pro amazon as a stock um you're saying you know you know it's undervalued um now now we can't really talk about it without mentioning macro so it can't be undervalued but would, would you would you be happy kind of shifting into it now or does the macro climate concern you a little bit? Do you think maybe we go a bit lower overall? Because at the end of the day, Amazon undervalued or not, it is gonna trend along with the market like like most equities are right now, you know, as, as the Fed continues to fight inflation.
1: You know, I really believe that people should be into the Amazon stock now, but what I really recommend is, you know, sp- space out the percentage of stock that you're buying so that you can be keeping an eye on the long-term trend and see, do I think it's possible that Amazon stock could go lower in 2023? Absolutely, absolutely, I think it can. But we've been in this position before with Amazon and other companies where on the surface it appeared it only made sense for the stock to fall and it didn't fall as much. So there really wasn't an opportunity to time the market perfectly. I think that could be a challenge here uh, for Amazon, because again, Amazon is so many different things. And if Amazon were to come out and let's say two weeks or a month, and they say, you know what we've done, Alexa's now the voice of Chat GPT. That's going to send Amazon stock, for, you know,
0: just <laughs>
1: significantly increasing. If Amazon comes out and says we're rebranding Amazon Fresh stores to Whole Foods Plus, that's going to send their stock soaring. If Amazon comes out and says we've done it, we've come up with a format for grocery. And we're going to build 1,500 stores over the next two years or 2,000, whatever it is, that's going to send their stock rising. So that's the challenge. I know for a fact Amazon has major announcements they're making in the next three months and later in the year as well. And so my advice would be if you have an interest in investing in Amazon, you might as well do it now. But always remember, there is a chance it could go down. And if so, you would buy more. But should should people be in Amazon? Of course they should. It's one of the the most incredible companies on the planet. So it's foolish not to have a stake in them.
0: Yeah, I mean, investing is a long term game, I guess. And nobody really knows how to time the market. So like you say, um, I guess dollar cost average um, into good companies is kind of what it's all about. Brit, Ladd, thank you so much for for coming on the show. Uh, maybe we'll get you on again uh, down the line, so we can go back over some of these points and and see if anything's changed with Amazon. But um, yeah, uh, appreciate the super in depth analysis and and just great to get your thoughts.
1: Thank you so much. Have me on the show anytime you want. I really enjoyed it.